And I'm here with the vet, Mr. Ian Griffin. Love the hat, man. Got me an old Miles Alston shirt going on right now. Oof. Yours. Well, I, I quit wearing my Witten because every time I wear a Witten jersey, they lose. So I didn't wear it last week. They won. So I'm not putting it on the rest of you. I sacrifice that dang thing. Oh Sometimes God. you just got to do one for the team. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a great season. I mean, the season's kind of kind of up and down, up and down, depending on the week. But, man, the last few weeks, I think we're seeing some cream of the crop kind of pulling away, some other ones trying to hang on. I think it's going to be a great, great ending. I think personally uh, with ever, all the teams, I, I was looking at the, the Cardinals, who they beat and everything, and wasn't all impressed on all that, to be honest with you. But uh, I was just looking at everybody's, and it's a crapshoot, to be honest. This week here, somebody wins for two weeks. And then next week, they lose to the Jaguars or somebody like that. And then they win for two weeks and they lose to the Jaguars or the Lions or I don't know, you know, somebody else or or the Broncos or or whoever. And right now, I think it's uh, I think it's up in the air it's about as much as you can get it up in there. I think everybody's probably on the equal playing field. To be honest, who was it? John Madden used to always say this. And then we got to get on to our guest here. John Madden used to always say. They're already in mid-season form. Well, I think some of them got mid-season form early, and it's catching up with them right now. So, anyway, so, uh, so coach, we got a lot of guests here. We got um, we got Pittsburgh's finest above there. That's we right. got uh, we got Craig Tony, Alan Bailey, and Jerry Jackson rounding out the room up there. And uh, I think it's time to get started. Yeah, a lot of things have a lot of things have changed, uh, guys, since uh, oh, four man. weeks ago, and uh, it's really changed a lot, especially for our Cowboys, but also around the league. Uh, some of the, yeah. I mean, at that time, I remember one of the things we were talking about was just something as simple as the MVP being, you know, possibly Dak, possibly, um, you know, uh, the, the Rams quarterback, and all of a sudden, I don't think either one of them were in the running at all. I think you're, you're, right. I think we go right back to looking at Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and I thought crazy to even say that. But, I mean, just four weeks ago, things were looking – I remember pulling up the list and looking, and it was Brady and um, and the Rams quarterback, and, and Dak was still in – man, things have changed. Yes. Uh, you said something about the Cardinals earlier about looking at their schedule. They kind of have a schedule kind of like the Cowboys, not a great schedule. But one thing I will say about the Cardinals is they had three weeks without their number one quarterback, and they still won. And I'll tell you what, that's great. I mean, Cowboys had one week without ours, and we won. But that three weeks was – you know, that's the difference of home field advantage and just winning a division. Yeah. And uh, so I think what I want to do is start around. I'll go to in the top left, Jerry, to Allen, to Craig is I'm going to get to mine in a minute. But I want to know, what do you think about now that we're three quarters of the season? And what are some of the things that surprise you still and some of the things that have surprised you since four weeks ago? Because I know we're talking about some teams being totally out of it four weeks ago. And now they look like they're. Yep. Back in it, some of the teams look like they were headed to a you know, you know, a, a three-loss season, four-loss season. Now maybe a six or seven loss. We don't know. So Jerry, start with you. Go to Alan Craig, and then I get the bet. Well, a couple of surprises for me. Uh, Miami has been a surprise. Jerry, uh, hold on one second. One one second. I wanted to throw this out there, and I know we're going, but we're going to try it out 
as you speak, we're going to try this thing where I make you big and everybody else small. We've never done it, and uh, but we need to know if we can do this for future. So go ahead, Jerry. All right. Um, a couple of surprises. You know, Miami's definitely surprised. They've won four or five straight lately. Um, you've got, you know, Detroit has been a shock all year. They finally won one today, I think. Um, they they beat the Raiders, who beat the Sox off of us, which is, uh, that, like Ian says, it just changes from week to week to week. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There's really not a surprise to me out there. Nothing at all, really. Everything's just kind of falling in place. Um, I think that um, our Cowboys have really – really went up and down kind of like the stock market <laughs> we have our, our good weeks and our bad weeks but you know our defense played the other night and i have to give in credit because pretty all that know me and Ian kind of give each other a hard time all the way through the game uh, but the defense the defense is coming along and you know you got you got two more coming in this week gallimore's coming and uh, randy gregory's back uh, so the defense is getting stronger and stronger and stronger and, you know, offense wins games, defense wins championships. Right, go, go ahead, Alan. I'm going to tell, tell you what's my big surprise right now. I'm going to tell you, they're going to be a hard out when the playoffs get going. And that's New England. I, I'm going to tell you that, that. Everybody always said, oh, it's Tom. It's Tom. It's Tom. It's Tom. Well, Bill's proving it ain't Tom because he's doing it. And he's got a guy that's, you know, Alabama quarterback, which usually Alabama quarterbacks really kind of struggle in the league. But that kid up there, he's looking good right now. Uh, Miami, I don't I don't think Miami will be able to get past Buffalo and New England either one. I mean, they've had some good wins just for a while, but I don't think they'll get past them. The Raiders, I was really hoping they'd, they'd do something for us today. But – Hey, they didn't show up and play them nearly the way they played us. And it might have been a plan on the Raiders' part. Hey, we don't have to really beat the Redskins, but us losing to the Redskins kind of hurts the Cowboys if the Redskins make a run at the end. Because, boy, if it come down to some ties and they had to go out of the league for the tiebreaker, we're screwed because we didn't beat the Raiders, and they did. The Eagles, yeah, man, the Eagles, I'm going to tell you, if they can't run the football, they're done. So we better shore up our diggum uh, – Defensive front, we're going to stop the Eagles because that's where their bread and butter is running the football. Over in the AFC North, you know, Baltimore, I think, I think they're going to run away with it. Cincinnati, they're trying to stay in there with them. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Baltimore get to the first round, and uh, Lamar can't get them past the first round anyway, so they'll be out of, out of it fast. I think we're seeing the end of a, of a, of a, a long run for – Big Ben, I think this is it for him. I think he's playing his last couple of games as a Pittsburgh – well, in the NFL period. I mean, he's had a great run. I mean, you can't say anything bad about Big Ben. I mean, he had some bad some bad choices that he made off the field. But on the field, Big Ben's been pretty a pretty good and steady quarterback for the Steelers. Tennessee's going to walk away with that one. I mean, Houston, they're so bad in that one. They've already been eliminated from the playoffs. And, and yet we still got about, what, four, four more weeks of football to go. Kansas City, hey, they might have a fight over in Kansas City. Hey, y'all, y'all might want to win tonight. Y'all playing who? Y'all they got Denver tonight, don't you? Y'all might want to, y'all might want to pick it up, pick it up. But my big surprise, I'm gonna stay with, is gonna be uh, 
uh, New England Patriots. I think that's the big shocker for me. I didn't expect them to be this good, and they're they're going to be a hard out. Hey, and I'm with you on that, Alan, because you have to think about you talk about Matt Jones, and you're talking about you know not having um, you know Tom Brady there, but you know who we never talk about a lot is, of course, we talk about Belichick can always coach, but Josh McDaniels. I mean, that guy there, just give him a quarterback. Look what he did with Garofalo. Look what he did. I mean, not just with Brady. Now look what he's doing with this guy. This guy is an absolute quarterback coach. And when you've got Belichick can can deal with any quarterback that you're going to deal with, he's going to confuse them. That's what he's always done with the defense. And then you've got Josh on the offense. They know how they they complement each other. If they're playing a team that's going to score 12 points, they just need they just need 13. If they need to score 26, they'll figure out a way to score 27 with Josh McDaniels. So I'm telling you, that is a scary out. I don't care if you're on the road at home, wherever, if you have to play that team now. It's not like it was in early in, in the year when we beat them. The Cowboys beat them. That guy was just trying to figure out what was going on. He's figured it out right now. He's learning how to be a quarterback that doesn't lose. And that is a great way to, to deal with it. So, Craig, tell me what you think before we go any further. Man, I, I Bailey just kind of stole my thunder, number one, because I think New England is – they, they are the surprise for me. I mean, they're good. We all know they're good. We know their system's in place. They just had to have a quarterback. But I'm still looking at, you know, like like you said, Coach, four weeks ago, this conversation is totally different. Four weeks before that, this conversation is totally different. I mean, after four weeks, we had the Chiefs written out. And I, I, I'm just – I think it's going to come down to New England and KC in that AFC championship game. I think their defense is pulling together. I think their offense is playing good. They're getting some pieces back. They're getting healthy. And, you know, neither one of those places are places you want to play because it's going to be butt cold when it comes down to that time of year. Throw Buffalo in there as well. And uh, and I think the biggest surprise, what I'm seeing every week, you know, y'all ball hit on it. I mean, a team can be at the top and then they get beat by Jacksonville. You know, and, I, and I'm like, the parity in this league is blowing me away because I don't see a team anywhere. I'm looking back to the, the, the 80s and 90s, the 49ers, the Cowboys of the 90s, the Bills of the early 90s, those were dominant teams that, yeah, they lost a few games, but it just it doesn't seem to be like there is a team out there that is in the class of any one of those teams that has put together that kind of team that just on any given Sunday can go out there and just get it handed to them if they don't bring their A game. And, um, you know, I was listening to some guys this week on one of the Cowboys podcasts, you know, says a win is a win, but, man, these – just just thinking back to those teams and how good they were, even the 70s Steelers, even the 70s Cowboys. I know free agencies changed a lot of that and the way things go, but just it is like I'm, I'm like it's like just the old old game 52 card pickup. You might as well just chunk all your cards up in the air and draw four of them out. And that may be who we have in the end. But Green Bay is still sitting there just doing what Green Bay does still winning ball games and still probably going to have home field advantage. And somebody's going to have to go in the Lambeau in the snow and the sleet and sub freezing weather and beat Aaron Rodgers in green Bay to take this thing home. And that's just because I, you know, can Arizona go up there with that offense and do that at green Bay and Lambeau field in January, you know, and, and I just, I just, man, green Bay is just, they're, they're just doing what they do. And we forget, you know, they're missing some pieces as well all along the way, but they just still keep winning. Their defense is playing well. And so just those two surprises. I mean, yeah, New England is just kind of sneaking back up there and doing what they do. It's like them in Green Bay. They just do what they do. And when it comes around to be December and January, there they are, right there in the mix, holding their own, holding their own destiny. And, you know, nobody wants to play Aaron Rodgers this time of year, you know, and nobody wants to go to Lambeau. So I'm sitting here. The parity of the league and just not being that dominant horse out there that's just like everybody's chasing after. It's like, you know, and, and uh, those two teams. But, yeah, 
Good stuff. Ben, I'm going to go ahead and throw this over to you before I give you my uh, assessment on it. Tell me what you got. First thing I got here is you talked about the the, the quarterback uh, producing New England Patriots, but I will say if you look at every quarterback that's not Tom Brady that come out of there, they only have one good year outside the Patriots organization. And they're like, oh, you're the backup again. Yeah. And that, that's kind of how they all are. So I think they're a product of the system is kind of back before when Mahomes played with Texas Tech, every quarterback that came out of Texas Tech up to that point was a product of the system until Mahomes moved over and and showed that he could do something. And, uh, and I think the quarterbacks that come out of New England, I don't put a lot of stock in them outside of New England. I put stock in them while they're in New England because they got a great coach that's going to compensate for them. And he's going to say, you're only going to throw here and you're only going to throw here. And you're going to throw those damn tight ends every other play, whether you like it or not. You know, and so that's just how it is. So, but moving along on that and on what I've seen of the season, uh, I'm surprised about the Bills, to be honest with you. Uh, and my last surprise is going to kick all y'all. Y'all going to be like, what? But the Bills surprised me that they're not doing as good as I thought they would. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Browns surprised me that they're not doing as good as I thought. I personally thought they would be better than this. Yeah. Uh, the Titans didn't surprise me, and I'll be honest with you. I honestly think without Derrick Henry, they'll go to the playoffs. They'll walk in there, and then they will pull a Lamar Jackson on us and be out after the first round. The Chiefs, from the initial part of the season, I expected a lot more from the Chiefs. Maybe they got the rollback. Maybe they don't. I don't know. I still suspect on them. You know, I mean, uh, they beat the living heck out of us like 19 to 6 or something because we couldn't score no damn touchdowns you know, and all that stuff. And we dropped the ball all over the dang place. But anyway, so I'm I'm still suspect on them. There's nobody in the AFC that I'm sitting there going, hey, they got it, except right. what Allen said is the New England Patriots. It's the only ones that's got me like they could go somewhere. Because the Ravens, we all know, I mean, he's great in the regular season, but he turns into that, that second string high school quarterback in playoffs, you know, and that's just what it is. And he showed tonight that he's – he just can't do it. But all of quarterbacks go through that. So we get down to the NFC, and I, the Cardinals are going to have home field advantage unless something crazy happens. Uh, the Rams are going in the playoffs, which I knew that, but I didn't think they had dropped so far. The Buccaneers are going to be there. The Packers are going to be there. But we actually might have a couple of teams out of the NFC East in there. And who would have ever thought that? I mean, to be honest, Washington or Philadelphia could easily wind up in the playoffs and the Cowboys as well. Right now, the way it's all stacking out, you count seven teams, we could easily have two in there. And if the Rams don't get to play the Jaguars the rest of the season, we could have three in there. I mean, I don't know. So that's kind of crazy to me. And uh, But I think I agree. New England is probably the biggest uh, surprise. But the NFC East toning up to be something a little bit more respectful is kind of being a surprise too. So now I'll throw it back to you, coach. Well, looking at the NFC and AFC, I'm going to start with the AFC. Um, one of the things that y'all talked about was Kansas city. We, like we, we were talking about, they were dead, might not even make the playoffs. Not only have they won four in a row, they actually have won five or six. And one of the things looking at their schedule going ahead, I mean, it's really, I mean, they're going to make the playoffs. They're probably going to win the division unless something just falls apart. 
Uh, one of the things I look at as a coach myself is just get me in the playoffs. You're going to look at Tampa Bay in the, in the NFC. You're going to look at the Chiefs and the AFC. They've been there. The, the, the quarterback uh, and, and Gronkowski over here, they've been there. I'll just get them in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers, get me in the playoffs. But I will tell you this much looking at the AFC, I really believe myself that there are the Bills, Kansas City, New England, and the Titans are the, probably the, the best four. I don't think there's too much to argue with that that could actually make a run. Uh, but if you just had to say, who well, are the two best teams in the AFC right now that's playing, I would say it would be New England and Kansas City. Now, let's go to the NFC. This is this is crazy. But you, somebody said, I think it was a vet said, you know, it looks like Arizona's going to have home field unless something happens. I don't see that at all. I actually looked at their last schedule, the, the games. They, they're only one game up on Green Bay. They're about to play the Rams. They'll beat the crap on the Lions, but they're going to play the Rams, the Colts, the Cowboys, and the last game of the year at the Seahawks. Playing at the Seahawks, the last game of the year, you know, maybe it'll matter, maybe it won't. But I'm going to tell you, it's going to be tough for them to win three or four or four or five of those games to keep the pressure on on Green Bay. And if you look at Green Bay's schedule, they play three of their next four games at home. And this time of the year, that's a huge thing. The, the way I'm going to tell you this is, and, you know, some of y'all like it, some of you don't. I think there's only five teams that can win a Super Bowl, the way I look at it right now. I think Tampa Bay and Green Bay are, to me, the two best teams to win a Super Bowl. I mean, you're going to bet against Brady? Look at Rodgers in the playoffs. He's going to have to go to Lambeau probably. Arizona, just because they have a great defense, they have a great quarterback that's just a winner. Where's the Super Bowl going to be this year, Vet? It's going to be in L.A. L.A. It's going to be in L.A. It's going to be warm out there, isn't it? So it's just getting to that game. But I really think Green Bay, Arizona, Tampa Bay, Buffalo, and Kansas City, to me, those are the top five teams that can make it to a Super Bowl and win it. The rest of them are just trying their best. Uh, anything can happen, of course. But to me, those are the best five teams in the league. You know, we keep talking about Tom, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers. You know, he he ain't got the best record in the playoffs either. He he's world famous from round one. Him Lamar going fishing together. Well, uh, Alan, I'll <laughs> I'll say this: he's a little Danny White if you want to really look at it, except for two thousand ten or eleven. Yes. And the second thing I look at is is you're right, Coach. Is the uh, uh, Brady has experience. Mahomes has experience. And then we got Matt Ryan has experience. Ben Rossberg has experience. Garoppolo has experience. You know, and, and I'm like, I don't even sweat any of those. I sweat two of them. But as the New York Giants have proven twice in this last decade, it can anybody's game once you get in the dance. Absolutely. And, and, I mean, mm -hmm. they were the scum of the earth scratching their way into the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, if they could have probably been a negative 10, 10, 4, and a 1, they would have probably got in like that. That's how low they were. But, anyway, go ahead, Coach. I'm sorry. Uh, real quick, all those teams that, you know, that maybe it would be a 4, 5, or 6 that do anything, they have an amazing defense. The Giants that you had that year, they had a great defense. They had an unbelievable defensive line. Tampa Bay last year had an, a, a great defense that just kicked butt in the playoffs. One of the things that I will say that, you know, the hangover that always happens after Super Bowl a little bit is Tom Brady came out and they beat the Cowboys and then they kind of struggled a little bit and kind of found who they are. And I think that's what's happening with Kansas City right now. People figured out how to deal with them a different way. 
and Mahomes was doing his best to still try to throw the ball down the field just the old way. And when him and Andy Reid figured out that we can win by making quick passes and doing this and dinking here like a run game, they're starting to figure that out. And when you win four games in the NFL, with, like, like Craig said, with the parity we have in five or six, I don't care who you're playing. You've gotten yourself on a roll. And what do we always say about getting close to playoff time? The teams with the momentum going into playoffs with healthy line and a healthy quarterback play are going to make a run for a Super Bowl. For me right now, it's Mahomes and and the Bills making that run. And then I believe Rodgers and um, Brady are going to make that run. That's just what I see with the teams, the, what they then the makeup of the teams. I would love to put my Dallas Cowboys in there, but I see things that look great for – two or three drives, and I think it seems that makes me want to throw shit for three quarters. Excuse my language, Craig. <laughs> so, are we ready to move on to the Cowboys, Coach? All right. Yeah, let's so, do it. So, first thing I got here is uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Dallas Cowboys, and uh, and I'm going to read off some of the things here because I'm going to – the first – First session we had was after the first game. It was just a coach and I, and he says they will not win more games than they lose. I had to go to every recording coach. I went through all of them. He says, and they will be a Dak will be a top five quarterback in the NFC East, is what he said. And uh, and as and what I said is they will go as far as their offensive line takes them. And I said Dak is a top five quarterback. And at this point in the NFL right now, you take everything BS aside, ups and downs. I can name three quarterbacks I think is better than him. That's just me. I can name Brady, I can name Rodgers, wow. and I can name Mahomes. I cannot name a single other one. And uh, that's just me. I, I would like for them to be one out there, but there's not. But I'm throwing that out there. But in October of 3rd, we went through. Craig Tony says they'll win the East. Jerry Jackson said KC was on the downslide. And he said he had faith in Cincy. And he had faith in Buffalo. I said we had faith in Buffalo. I couldn't find anything Allen said on that. Then we go on November 7th. Coach says the Dallas Cowboys are going to finish 11 and 6 or 12 and 5. Um, I said they would go 6 and 2 the rest of the season at the point where he's at. They had lost two already. Jerry Jackson said they'll be 13 and 4. Craig said 12 and 5. Allen said 13 and 4 thir- or, uh, or 14 and 3. So. That's where we're at on that. So, where are we going to be with uh, – oh, we lost uh, Jerry here. So, where are we going to be on the rest of the Cowboys for the rest of the season is a question I got. And I have uh, my theories and thoughts on this. But, anyway, I'm going to throw it to Craig first, and we'll go to Allen. And if Jerry don't pop back on, we'll go to the coach. How's that? Man, I didn't know. I said I said 11 and 5 or 11 and 6. Uh Dude, we're going to have a hard time getting there. I, I don't see any um, – number one, we don't have an easy road. Yeah, we got Philly, we got Washington, but those teams are playing better football. I mean, Washington's playing better football right now, and when you talk about the way we looked against the Raiders and some other teams, I I watched that game the other day, and I'm like, man, I know Zeke was hurt. I, I know he wasn't running well, but that's not just this week. I'm looking back over and over the last several weeks. We can't run the dang football, not between the tackles anyway. And I got, you know, we record games because sometimes I miss part of it. And I went back and said, I'm going to watch this mess like I'm watching film. And every run and play we had last week, I never saw tackle to tackle the offensive line move the defensive line anywhere. 
I mean, you look at them, it's like the defensive line are all doing their jobs. They're holding their space and linebackers are crashing in and making hits and we're getting two and three yards of carry. But they're not moving guys off the ball. And I watched uh, our center and our guard missing, you know, blocks, missing pull blocks, missing some of those things at the second level hitting linebackers. I mean, I watched – I love Tyron Smith, but he got his butt whipped several times the other day, you know, and so it's like, you know, our line is in trouble. That's what I see. If we want to become what we were at the beginning – you know, we're going to have to do better job running the football because even now, I think all of that, I remember Coach talking about, you know, Dak, who looks so composed and so in charge, he doesn't look like that now. You I mean, as he's got happy feet. Even I saw one of those scrambles where they zoned in on his face. I mean, his eyes are like as big as saucers. He's not comfortable, and the whole offense is not comfortable. I think part of that is probably defenses have figured some things out, how to play some things, but it looks like, dang, they're loading the box. They're bringing all kinds of pressure. And they're not afraid to go one-on-one on our receivers right now. We've had some guys hurt, but, you know, I, I don't – I'm sitting there thinking, man, I want somebody to come on here and tell me what they see. And I love the way the defense is headed. I think the defense – I mean, other than the, the the penalty catastrophe two weeks ago, Micah Parsons is a monster. The man should be defensive MVP of the year whole league. Not even talking about rookie of the year. He's a beast. He's a monster. And they get Gregory back. They get D-Law back. I mean, Curse played outstanding of the, the, the defense, but, man, the offense is going to have to – find some way because I don't think they're just missing on every cylinder right now and it probably does I bet I think it's right it starts up front but not running the ball Dak's feeling that pressure teams are starting to say hey we can go one-on-one with these guys we'll see if they do that when everybody gets healthy because it's tough to guard Amari Cooper one-on-one when he's running routes and he's healthy but you know that's a a lot of more questions 11 and 6 Man, that's going to be a that's going to be a challenge. I'd probably feel a lot more comfortable being a ten and seven right now and still winning the East. But I'd love to see us get on a groove. But I've got some concerns right now. All right, so so I'm going to throw some things out there and then I'm going to pass it down uh, real quick, Craig. Uh, but first thing I'm going to throw out there is there was a stat that showed that Zeke ran 600 yards in the first six games, 622 or something like that. He's ran for 260 in the last six games. Now. I believe it was uh, uh, Connor McGovern uh, that we moved out of the tackle. I mean, the guard position, and we we said let's try this experiment of putting the other guy because he pissed us off to the two penalties. And since we did that, the run game went to crap. The second we did that, the run game went to crap. The third thing I'll say is I think you got a good point. You know, we had some injuries, and people say, well, hey, injuries, everybody should should make it. But I don't remember Joe Montana winning Super Bowls after he had Jerry Rice without Jerry Rice. I remember him winning when he had Jerry Ross, you know. So with Mari Cooper, I actually sit there and I watch that game in Kansas City, and they had no respect for our receivers at that point. Yep. And they kept calling the run, and they were running single high safety the whole time. And they tried to run it up the middle, like you said, and it was nowhere to be found because they stacked the damn box. But anyway, I agree with you. So you think we're going to be 10, 10 and 7, 11 and 6? I'd love to be 11 and six. I don't see us getting to 12 right now unless they crank it up this week and all of a sudden we see the Cowboys we saw the first six weeks, but they've got so much going on right now. I, I don't know that they can get that all fixed def- offensively, you know, before then. All right, I'll, I'm going to cover my part on that at the end. Go ahead, coach, real quick, and I'll get it out. Hey, before we throw this to Allen, I'm just going to say, talking about the running game, this last game I looked at it, you know, we had, a, we had a Pollard with the big run, had two runs for 91 yards. The other 25 runs we had were actually 23 were only for 63 yards. It was 2.7 to carry. So you take the two big runs out, yeah. 
we're not getting the running game going because to me, and I said it when we were talking the other day or by text, they got to get outside, even yeah. get Zeke outside so he can make a cut. Though he will make the first guy miss. Pollard will run past you. But as yes. soon as you can get outside on a sweep, that does more than just get you outside for a run. It actually opens up the middle by getting outside because you can do that cut back into the middle because then they start overplaying. So I think to get the running game going, we got to get outside. So, so ain't nobody coach, talking about Kellen Moore for head coaching anymore either these last six games. It looks like he's gotten so dang predictable again, a pass it on first down, run on second down, then you're in third and a hole. And so, yeah. Moore, yeah. Moore is, he, he had great uh, four or five games in the beginning, but since then, it's like the old Kellen Moore. So I, I pulled up a whole lot of November stats. But, Coach, I want to say something, and I get it to Allen. Under the Bill Parcells, there used to be the philosophy that you don't run on the outside in the NFL, you know, because the, the, the linebackers were too fast for that. You know, you never ran on the outside. But we're seeing that everybody believes that Cowboys' mantra is to run between the tackles. So you got to run. Like, you you hit it. You knocked it out of the park. We got to run on the outside. And maybe that'll also loosen up some stuff between the tackles. You can actually run outside and get caught outside and make a yard or two. You do that two or three times to open up the middle. Sometimes you take a two-yard run to play action pass for a deep ball, just like you run outside and maybe you get popped outside by a fast corner. But that opens up because that makes the linebackers start shifting. And once they start shifting, you bust it up the middle with Pollard, somebody fast, or with Zeke that can run over the first guy. But man, we got to do something different than just running between the tackles and running between the tackles. Drives me to drink. <laughs> Makes sense to me. I'm gonna throw Allen on here. Go ahead, Allen. Yeah, I, me personally, I don't think Zeke should have touched the field the other night. Zeke's Zeke's hurt. Yeah. I mean, I I know I'm not the only one that can see it. Zeke ain't running the football. I mean, we paying that cat way too much money. To put him out there hurt. You got you got to protect him. Uh Pollard, hey, Pollard can carry the load. I, I was yeah. a firm believer that yeah, he ain't gonna get you a whole lot up the middle between the tackles. But if you let that cat get around your end, you're gonna pay for it because he's gonna go off and run you and outrun you. Cause he showed another day. I don't think that dude really knew how fast Pollard was <laughs> until Pollard hit that sideline and he turned on the the, the injectors because he took off. It, that cat was gone. He had a supercharger on him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like Ian's been saying, you know, the whole season, we're only going to go as far as that offensive line. we got to quit playing playing reindeer games with them guys and get us a set offensive line and, and stick with it and go. I think that's some of Dak's problem is they're not protecting the way he's used to being protected. So now that's why he's getting the happy feet and he's taking off. But what really makes me mad, he'll take off, then he'll stop and throw a pass that he should never throw when he could have picked up another eight yards, probably the first down, every time he runs out of side of the pocket. Quit forcing the football. His first two or three passes, he forced in the other night. He shouldn't have never done that. Uh, but I, I, we got some great receivers. I'm going to tell you right now, though, yes. but if we still have Gallup next season, I'll be shocked. And I'm going to go way out, way, way, way out on a limb here. But I could see the Cowboys trading Zeke. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, they won't many agree with me, but we need it. If we're gonna do it, we need to do it now. While he's still got something left in, we can get something for him. We can trade him and Gallup. I think we can get some good picks, pick us up some linemen, and pick us up some defensive backs before next season comes around. Jerry, 
What do you got, man? Well, Ian, you said it, and I, like Alan said, you know, you could say it all year long. We're only going to go as far as the offensive line holds as they have. Holding up. And as much as I love Tyron Smith, um, we got to find his replacement now. Um, it's time to start start looking in the draft, or, or or as Alan just said, you know, I I can see them trading Zeke. I really could. I mean, it, it would not shock me at all for them to, to let Zeke go. It really wouldn't. Um, one of the things I think we we you know we really we really need to address, you know, <clears throat> is is another another good safety somewhere, and I don't know where we're going to get one. Um, but our, our defense is coming along. Uh, we're getting people back, but I think we need one more good safety deep to, to help us out on, on the passing game a little bit. But we still give up a lot of big runs. That that really hurts us. That's what I was giving you fits about last weekend. We let the 15th string quarterback run for 100-something yards against our, our defense. But at the end of the game, it's all about the W, and we got it. I, I don't care about those – those stats, as long as it ain't scores. Coach, I'm throwing it to you, man. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I got a little bit of a a few things to look at. We said, I actually said four weeks ago, and I went back and listened to it, that if we could be three and one or two and two, I, I even said two and two would be okay because of this time that we have in the middle of the season. But I did not think that our offense would look this terrible. Defense won the game in New Orleans, I'll just say it. And the offense did crap against Denver, New Orleans, or Kansas City. Where is this freaking number one? We're, we're staying number one offense because of what we did at the beginning of the year. Because right now, if you ask me which team looks better, the teams that are tied right now, let's just say Kansas City and Dallas. Which team do you think would go has a better chance of going to the Super Bowl right now, Kansas City or Dallas? It's all because of the way, and somebody said earlier, that Dak has these big eyes. He's Pollard. Parsons, number seven, look great. But a lot of the other ones look like last year to me, and it's kind of scary. The first six games, our offense, we're ranked fifth. Since then, we're 13th. QBR, the first five, we're 13, now 20. Rushing, we were second, now we're 23rd. What is going on? Why is everything in the offense going down? I love the way our defense is playing. Yeah, we're giving up a long run here. But we got ball hogs, man. We got Parsons. We got D-Law. We got number seven. We got number 26. Whoever 26, I can't remember his name right now. 26 is a ball. Our defense reminds me of a Tampa Bay type defense. They're just trying to figure it out. Our offense reminds me of last year's offense and the year before's offense. We put up these great numbers. We have, you know, but we're throwing, we have to throw 50 times because we won't run up the middle. We need to start running outside, take some of this off of that. Because Dak is not going to be Aaron Rodgers, guys. He's not going to be, uh, you know, Tom Brady. He's not going to be that. So what we can do is realize what we have and help him out. Kellen Moore is not helping this guy out at all. Kellen Moore helped early in the season because we were doing some of those things and trick things and getting the pressure off of him. But now Kellen Moore is going back. It's like we can just flip a switch, close my eye, and go up 2020. <laughs> I'm a little bit upset with it because I saw this great movement. I loved it at the beginning of the year. I said eight or nine, nine and eight. I had to switch that to 11 and six because they looked that good. And I told y'all four weeks ago, they just got their butts beat by Denver. And I said, I've had these predictions before Denver. It doesn't change a thing for me. It's all about these next four games. And seeing these next these last four games, 
puts us right in the middle of the pack again when it comes to can we make it to a Super Bowl or a Super Bowl run this year? I don't think we have a I don't think we have a chance to make a Super Bowl run. That's just me. I'll still stick with the eleven and six. But if they're eleven and six, man, that's great the way we're playing right now. Because look what we got to do. Washington's defense is going to be a terror for us because they can they can stop the run. Dak's going to have to throw 50, 55 times to beat Washington because they're going to make him beat Washington. The Cardinals, look at that defense they've got. Look at that line they've got. What are we going to have to do? We're going to have to throw 50 times because that's the way the Cowboys are set up now. And if you're throwing 50 times and people can, can, you know, one-on-one everybody but Amari Cooper, man, we're in trouble. So I don't really have a good outlook. Maybe I felt, you know, a whole lot better. I felt a whole lot better four weeks ago that, man, these Dallas Cowboys can make a championship run. They're going to make the playoffs. They'll probably play somebody like the Rams' first game, which, oh, the Rams are not right now. But their coach with Matt Stafford, with that D-line, with that linebackers they got, is going to be a challenge for this team if that's who we have to play. I'm terrified to make it that we might not even make it on the first round. So I'm going to throw a few things out here that I got. We got beat by the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers' first game of the season. They went to the Super Bowl. We got beat by the Kansas City Chiefs without a lot of our players. They went to the Super Bowl. And then we got beat by everybody in the freaking goddamn West of the AFC. Except for the Chargers. The second game we played the year, we played the Chargers, and we barely beat the Chargers. It took everything we had, just kind of like it did the Saints. And then we started figuring out who we were and clicking. Amari Cooper's first pass against the Saints. Did you see that? That was a nice pass. That first pass that was thrown to Mari Cooper was 40-something yards downfield. And that looked like a different Mari Cooper than we've seen in a while. And now he didn't play hardly any of the Saints game. He played just a handful of plays. But that was powerful because they had to respect him. They didn't do that with the Chiefs game because he wasn't on the field. So I think this is a little bit different on there. I think that Jerry Jackson's Dallas Cowboys offense can produce better than two touchdowns per 23 play, 23 possessions. I think they can at least get it up to five or six. I don't know. But what gives me hope in all of this is we have yet to see the potential of the Dallas Cowboy defense. And this week we get Randy Gregory back. And you saw what D law did to that line. Irregardless, I don't give a damn who they had on the line. Yeah. But you saw the difference, what he did on that line with just him. And now you're going to have Randy Gregory on the field, and you're going to have Makai Parsons out there just running free. I think you're about to see a defense that's going to go back to places like Kansas City and say, you're not hanging 20 on us. You're going to only hang 19 or less. And I think that's all we can ask for of any team in the NFL when it comes in the playoffs. And I think it's anybody's, I think it's anybody's game because – I don't see anybody being that overpowered because every week they ever, even, even though they might've pulled the victory out, it's by the skin of their teeth. Go ahead, coach. Two things I forgot. And I'd put on my list here. Looking at our final schedule, three of our next five games are outdoors in the Northeast, in the cold, and could be the last game year we have to win to maybe get a, you know, a good little playoff shift. Who knows? But one of the things that you pointed out and we talked about it was when we, when Dak had a chance, when we talked about Jerry Jones said the Kansas City game was a measuring stick. His words were different, but he said, this is the measuring stick for us. You teach high 
high school quarterbacks, and I teach high school quarterbacks, you teach them this. When you pump and go or when you get ready to throw a pass, if someone slips down, you do not throw the ball with air under the ball. You throw the ball at the person. When the very first play that Dak had when the quarterback slipped down, he got so nervous because the guy was open. And what did he do? He overthrew him five yards. That's a that's a high school. You throw it at the person, not over it. So what I what I went back and looked at, anytime we have the big game, there's always something where it feels like he's Danny White. And I know I'm not a biggest Dak fan. The reason I'm not a Dak fan because I'm a Troy Aikman fan, Super Bowl. I'm a Stallback, Super Bowl. I'm a Brady, Super Bowl. These guys win Super Bowls. I don't see this guy winning the Super Bowl because sometimes the pressure seems to be too much for him. That was the two things I wanted to say. Well, so I will say this is in prime time this year is three and one. So I don't know. Yeah, prime time against two because he wasn't prime time against Kansas City. You know, I, I don't ask who everybody else plays either. I mean, but prime time he was three and one. And I will say this with Troy. Did Troy win when he didn't have Michael Irvin? Nope. Nope. You know, what more? Hey, the only one, the only one I can say that does win without their star receiver is Brady. And Brady's in the class all by himself. Hey, let me ask this. What more on offense would you want right now from skilled players? You got – I agree with that, but they, but they hadn't the all been there. The when, when we've been through our losing portion, they wasn't there. That's the deal. So you give Troy Aikman this offense? You give, uh, yeah. you give Brady this offense? You give Aaron Rodgers this offense? What are we talking about? But, Coach, Brady is a one-in-50-year quarterback. So I don't even know why Absolutely. we try to compare anybody. There's no comparison to him. There, he's a one-in-50-year quarterback. Right. You know, I mean – One-in-a-century. Well, yeah, but so why are we even comparing it? Because you can't compare no, it. It's like saying, comparing to Michael Jordan. No, I you mean, said my, you said but, Aikman needed Irving, but yeah, what did. I'm telling you is we've got more than Irving on this team. Uh, no, I don't dispute that. But Aikman did not win when he didn't have Irving. He did. Yeah, that's, one, simple that's one receiver. We've got three good receivers. And I that's think true. we have a better receiving crew than we had Alvin Harper, Irving, and even a little slot guy. I think we do. We just don't have the leadership and the offense coordinator working together to get this team to where they need to go. Dak is a good quarterback that can take this team to the Super Bowl, but Kellen Moore is not putting him in that position. By getting the receivers outside, it opens up so much more for Dak. He is putting Dak at 50 – have to throw 50 times. Dak Prescott does not need to throw 50 times or 40 times. I, I, I agree with that. He shouldn't throw 50 times. He should throw 30 times the most. Yes. And, 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 and we should run the ball. But maybe there, there was something I said a long time ago when Tony Romo was quarterback. And when Tony Romo was quarterback, we sit there and I said, why are we not throwing to Jason Witten? Why are we not throwing to Jason Witten? Why are we not throwing to Jason Witten? Because Jason Witten was hurt. And because the offense coordinator knew he was hurt, so they had to throw to everybody freaking else but Jason Witten. Jason Witten didn't break his streak. We got him on the field. He sold more T-shirts. You know, we did all the things Jerry Jones loves. But he didn't break his streak. But – he was damn ineffective. And right now we have a little thing that's called that freaking center guard and tackle that are ineffective. And so what do we do? We got to change things around when they get the ball, though, they got to be effective in their job. I mean, if we're going to run a ball, let's run a ball and let's not hold and let's not have a false start. Let's run the damn ball, you know, or when the ball gets thrown to us and it hits us in our hands, like Wilson in the, the Chiefs games three times, don't drop it. You know, we got to catch it, you know, uh, and things of that nature. So I think there's a there's a there's a there's a whole lot of factors. But I also think since the buy 
and Dak sit out on the bye, I think that affected the team a lot in the chemistry. I think the chemistry is going to start to come back now because he's got people he's throwing to that he's used to throwing to, and they'll get on the same page again. But and you, I and think to say that, what you and to say what you said, Vet, about Tony Romo, I believe this is just my belief that Tony Romo and Dak Prescott are cut out of the same mold. They're gonna they're gonna have good numbers. They're gonna win a lot of games. But when it comes down to that pressure situation of taking it to that championship level, I think they're both who they are. And I'm not saying that Dak Prescott cannot win a Super Bowl. I mean, he, when I say he's not a Super Bowl quarterback, he's not a Brady, he's not a Rodgers, he's not a Favre that's just going to take a team to the Super Bowl. But when they have the offensive coordinator not helping him be the best Dak he can be, because when we see that early season, what Dak did when Kellen Moore was changing things up and doing those things, man, Dak Prescott looked like an MVP. But since he's come back, Kellen Moore has gone back to last year's conservative ball and then having to pass because – they're making stupid runs up the middle. That's just my my thought on. So you know, this is still about the Troy Aikman thing. Uh, I was looking back. Look at every time the Cowboys played the 92-93 season. Who was John Madden talking about? Larry Allen, Eric Williams, okay. Step Noski, Nate Newton, Mark Two and A. I mean, that mess that opened up gas holes for Emmett Smith, who probably wasn't as talented as Zeke or Pollard either one. But man, that's just. That old line, vet, get that old line together, man. <laughs> I've been telling yeah, that, Jerry he don't want to get that shit straight, man. Well, yeah, I agree. I agree with what you said earlier. I mean, in, in most of our losses, except for the, for the opening season, on the game season against Tampa, we've been hurt somewhere. Our offensive line, we've been down a couple of people. We've been playing with that. We haven't had Amari. We haven't had our, our receivers. And it's it's hurt us. It really has. You know, and, and, and Brent, you go back with you're saying Romo and Dak is the same mold. I mean, I'd like to see Romo with the team that we have right now. Because he would he well, would hang he would hang points on everybody. You give him that's the team. difference. That is a difference, Jerry. And I'll give you that. Jerry Tony Romo could get in some of these situations where they the line's not working and run around and make some things happen. Dak could run more. But I think you're right. If Romo had this team right here, I think we'd be scoring more. That's just my opinion. I agree with that. I do agree with that. And I think some of that's running now. I think he's still worried about his ankle a little bit. I mean, he takes off. He does. But, I mean, it would be in my head. I mean, come on. We're, we're human. We'd all be thinking about it. So, so Jerry, I got a couple things on that. Uh, we probably would have walked into playing the New England Patriots if Patrick Creighton still wouldn't have dropped that ball that hit him in the number 60 yards downfield in that playoff game from Romo. But Romo's had his fair share when we kicked a lot of damn field goals and didn't, kick no damn, and didn't make no damn touchdowns too, to be honest. And uh, he had his fair share of that. And, and I pulled up the stats because I said, you know what, I'm going to pull this up because we just need to look at this because we have a history of this shit. And I pulled up November. For the Dallas Cowboys. This year, one and three. Last year, two and three. Year four, two and three. Year four, two and three. The year that Dak and Zeke first came in the field, we were five and zero. Oh. Before that, with Romo, one and four, two and two, three and one, two and two. In the year, uh, then in 11, we was four and zero. Oh, and then we was two and two, four and one, and three and one, and five and zero. Oh. All the way back to seven. And out of seven, we went to the playoffs and lost. Guess what we lost each time to the divisional round? 
the one with Dak, though, we uh, we won one and won one, and Tony's run, only won one. So Dak's won two, and he's lost three, and Tony wasn't that successful. So I don't know. The divisional round whoops our ass, and it has – the divisional round has whooped our ass since the deterioration from the Jerry Jones era, to be honest. I mean, not Jerry Jones, Jimmy Johnson era. Yeah. Once that left, we we were losing the divisional round. We three of them. We lost in the wild card. But if you um, give old Romo an offensive line, he does a whole lot better. He ran for his life the first four or five years of his back there. And I agree. But if, years, in a couple of those years you had on there, he wouldn't even – he didn't even finish the season. Broken collarbones. Things like that. I mean, and we, who was our backup for Romo? Yeah. So, Kitna was one year. But, Jerry, one thing I'll say is if you look before Dak hurt his ankle, the year before, we led the league in quarterback sacks. Yeah. The, the line hasn't been there since we drafted Dak and Zeke. It has changed. It, it is. It just hasn't been what we want. And we we fell in love with it and we heard the hype. And, and we believe it is what – we believe it's bigger than it is. So, we got to move on, though. Go ahead, Coach. Yeah. No, go ahead if you want to move on. Uh, I, real quick, I just want to go around the horn because we want to seal this up. Uh, I personally think the defense is going to be something great to watch because we haven't seen it really in its entirety, full force, as we will after this week. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm an optimist on this. We ain't going nowhere unless that offense kicks it in shape. I agree with that. Uh, but I think every team's had their struggles. You know, I mean, we all talked about the Ravens being great. And they were struggling against the freaking Steelers and wind up losing against the Steelers because your quarterback can't keep throwing the other team, you know. So I don't know. So we're gonna move it around. Give the give the prediction of the Cowboys real quick, and then we'll get the flip flop out of here. So we'll pass it around. I don't care who goes first. Uh, I'll throw it to Allen first. Go ahead, Allen. Uh. Man, I'm gonna tell you, I've had to change my prediction every time we've had this freaking podcast. <laughs> and I really hate to go lower than 12 and 5, but I got a feeling I'm gonna tell you by the time we play the Cardinals, uh Tyler Murray, he won't be playing. Hopkins, he won't be playing. Because they're they're gonna be sealed up by then. So Ooh, they'll probably think so. the car I think the Cardinals will be sealed. I mean, they're already up 10 games to what 10 and 4 or 10 and 2, and they won without him. So they've already proven they can win with Colt McCoy. So I think they'll take a chance against the Cowboys with Colt McCoy. I would love to say that we'll be done by by the time we play the Cardinals, but we'll still be playing our folks just because that's who we are. And we'll play our folks against the Eagles the last game of the season. Unless we've already sealed our sealed our playoff spot, then we won't play Dak against the Eagles. He'll he'll rest and we'll let no uh the backup kid come in there and get some snaps before the playoffs, just in case. So I'm with Craig now. I'm going to say probably 11 and 6, but I'd love to be 12 and 5, not 11 and 6. I, I'd feel a lot more comfortable at 12 and 5. And I'm going I'm to ride 12 and 5. 12 and 5. Cardinals will be our only next loss. Ooh. All right, Craig, go ahead. Spit it out and let's yeah. get going. Just kind of think it's the way, bro. I think I, I'm going to feel good. Though that last game is always a wild card because you never know what position you're in when you play the Eagles that final game of the year, if you're going to be sitting starters or not. But I think. I'm thinking we're going to go one and one against the Redskins. I think they're going to get one from us somewhere. And the Cardinals, if they're playing full strength, I, I don't know that we're going to win that one. I'm, I'm thinking three and two. We're going to go 11 and six for the year. All right. All right, Mr. Optimistic. Let's go, Jerry. 
I'm gonna lean on your defense. You get all your help back. We're gonna win out. There we go. All right, I'm gonna go to the coach. We're gonna win out. All right, well, looking at looking at Arizona's schedule, I think this is key. Next week on Sunday night, they play the Rams. And yes, I think that's gonna be a shootout great game. If they lose that game, Arizona, they're going to beat the Lions the next game. But then they're going to be playing the Colts, which is – I'm telling you right now, the Colts are playing some tough football. Yeah. So they could yeah. actually lose two of their next three games. If that happens and then we – they come to the Cowboys and they have to win that game or be in a – you know, for a home field advantage because at that time them and Green Bay being close together, I don't see us beating them. Um but I tell you what, we might have a better chance of beating them with Kyler Murray than Colt, uh, Colt McCoy. Hadn't Colt McCoy beat the crap out of us every time he plays this yeah, like? Every freaking time. As soon as Allen said that, like, don't play that guy. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Uh, somebody get Kyler. He needs to get he needs to get <laughs> some disease or something. I don't want to play him. All right. Well, get back back to the Cowboys. I think looking at their schedule, I like I said. Washington's going to be tough. We talked about it at the beginning of the year. We talked about it four weeks ago. Washington's defense is going to be tough for us. Uh, so right now, there's five games left. If we go three and two in those, we'll be ten and six. I'm predicting that we go two and three and nine and seven. And I hate to say that, but just looking at the way we always end the season in the last few years. We have this great start. We have this terrible November. Nobody knows what's going on. December rolls around. People have to win to stay in the race. And the last game of the year, we got to go to either Philadelphia or Washington to win. And you know what happens. So I'm going with 97, 10 and 6. All right. All right, Coach. So this is what I'm going with is – and I'm going to read this off. So Philly has beaten the Falcons, the Panthers, the Lions, the Broncos who beat Arbor, the Saints and the Jets. So, I'm not buying the Philly hype. Uh, the Washington football team, now, they are in our conference, and that's, all, that's always different. So, the Washington football team has beaten the Giants, the Falcons. They did beat the Bucks, They beat the Panthers, the Seahawks, and they just beat the Raiders. And we know the Raiders are hot and cold, and they just like being hot with us, I guess. So, I don't know. I don't put a lot of stock in that. I do fear that we will lose at least one game within the East. I feel that, okay, uh, because that just always happens or normally happens. And uh, the Cardinals, I think they're going to beat the Rams easily. But, Coach, I agree with your point because the Colts just lost their first-round draft pick because Carson Wentz has played enough to lose the first-round draft pick. So if I was the coach and their coach they do have, uh, Frank Wright, I would be like, I'm getting everything I can for him since I lost my first-round draft pick, and we're going to beat the britches off people. So, anyway, with the Cowboys, I see we can lose one game. We might lose two. I still think we're going to the playoffs. And, um, but I do think that Washington and Philly might be in there with us. And what fears me more than anything else, whether these victories, unless we just go to a total tank five games, is trying to beat somebody three times. We've done it a couple of times with Philadelphia in the past, but we've often found out that that is a hard, hard thing to do right there is to beat a three team three times in the season. And I don't want none of that, to be honest with you. I I would rather lose one in the regular season than face them in the playoffs and then go whoop their butt across the street than to lose in the playoffs. So it's just my thoughts. So now 
we got to get things going here because it's time to get the heck out of Dodge. We talked a lot longer than I ever thought. So, are we ready, Coach? Let's do it. I think it's time to go. All right. So, from the coach. To the vet. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. (laughs)